Hello. Welcome to Sorry Sis. It's a podcast by two sisters. I'm Jamie, the big sis. I'm Andy, the little sis. Cool. We don't know what we're doing or how to do this. Actually, right. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I, w- I think I want to start out with the mental health moment. Okay. So what is something that has been stressing you out lately, like this week? Like school. I just got back from spring break. Um, so it's like we only have 10 weeks left, which means I have like two exams the rest of the year. And then the grades are up and I want to do well in school. So there's that. Um, yeah. Um, let's see here. One thing that I'm stressed about this week is the primaries, because please don't make me vote for Joe Biden. (laughs) Please don't. (laughs) Please don't make me vote for Joe Biden. (laughs) Oh, no, I accidentally clicked on the video because I'm trying to. Oh, no, please stop. Okay, sorry. I was trying. Wait, you could hear that? You could hear that? Oh, no. Oops. Okay, well, here's something good. What we're going to do mm-hmm. um, is I'm going to read to you some of the best shower thoughts from Reddit this week for us okay. to think about. Okay. Technically, okay. your alarm tone is your own personal theme song because it starts every episode of your life. Well, I hate that. <laughs> like, I'd be the most boring show ever. You want to know what one of my ring t- or one of my um, alarm tones is? Yes, please. Brooklyn and Bailey's dance like me. No, it is not. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. Why in the world would you do that to yourself? Yeah, well, it's only like when I have like naps that I need to like wake up from with a start. But yeah, that is so. I guess Brooklyn and Bailey's dance with me is my personal. It's my personal theme song for my show. Oh my! Oh gosh! If I could, I don't know if I could choose my theme song. What would it be? It would be like I don't know because mine is so boring. It's just like the chimes or whatever on. The alarm it's on Apple, yeah. yeah. So, okay, if you could choose your theme song for like your actual life, what would it be? Well, I don't know because if I go to like ah uh, ah, uh, because do I want like a happy show or a sad show? Like, oh, what's your life? So <laughs> <laughs> um, or like. Actually, okay, like, one of my favorite songs is Golden Summers by the Beatles. And okay. I feel like it's, like, almost a happy song, just with a melancholy tone. So I feel like it's a good blend, maybe. Yeah. But then, like, yeah. I think that I mean, works. mine definitely would have to be an Elohim song, because I am, like, whipped mm-hmm. for Elohim. <laughs> um, it would... Either have to be 
her newest song, Group Therapy, or the title song of her last album called Brain Dead. I think probably Brain Dead would be the theme song to my life. Yeah, song recommendation there. It's really cool. I love her so much. I would die for Halloween probably. <laughs> um, well, okay. Here's another one. No one got taught the game where you make races of raindrops running down the car windows, but we all played it anyways. Oh, it's so weird. Are you sure everyone plays it? <laughs> I mean, did you? Yeah. I did. Were you ever taught it? This random person no. on Reddit did. And it made it got almost 21,000 points on Reddit. That's so weird. How? Yeah. I guess it's just like, well, it's a game that's like already created. Like, no one like- either, well, no one either made like the game that you like try and walk on all the cracks on the sidewalk or like walk between all the cracks or something but like we've all done I mean there's that saying if you step on a crack you break your mother's back so yeah but that's not like a that didn't like make the game or whatever that's fair I think the one thing that I've learned from being on the internet is that everyone had the exact same childhood (laughs) (laughs) Room. That's yeah. so weird. Cause you just like look out the window and it's already doing the game for you. Yeah, exactly. And you you just need to commentate on the race. <laughs> you gotta pick one. Yeah. Placing bets. It's t- turning us all into horse racing gamblers, is what it is. Oh yeah, they're making us all into brokies. Is that what's called? Bookies. Well, bookies are the ones that keep the money. And then brokies are the ones who end up broke because they gamble. No, no brokies aren't a thing. <laughs> what? what? Yeah. But what is it called when you gamble on horse races? It's just betting on the races. I don't know. Look it up. I am. What are you called? When you gamble on... Give me the next one while I'm thinking of this. While I'm looking it up. Um, well, okay. So while you're looking that up, we're going to go... Oh my god. Okay. While you're looking that up, we're going to go to our next topic. Which oh, well. is... I've got some weird news for you is what we've got going on. Okay. This is the headline. Mm-hmm. Thousands of bees attack police. Firefighters responding to sting report. What? First responders to a 911 call in Pasadena, California, were met with an estimated 30 to 40,000 aggressive bees. How? Oh, let's read the article. Well, you wonder why they're all going extinct. They all go on suicide missions. This is the first. This is the first to the first sentence of the article. It was a classic honey trap. Oh my! Wow, you're not wrong. Work it. 
That's so cute. Oh my gosh, I appreciate their punny sense of humor. <laughs> First firewriter to arrive at the scene immediately started getting attacked by the bees. Uh, noting that the number of bees in the area at that point was absolutely massive. Yeah, 30 to 40,000. 30 to 40,000. The call over the radio was, there is a block-long swarm of bees, quote, by Pasadena Fire Department spokesperson Lisa Derdarian. I'm trying to, like, picture this in my mind's eye. Like, a swarm of bees. A whole block. Yeah, you just, like, what do you even do at that point? Like, you're walking down the street, and then, like... Well, the police, apparently. Turn and run. Turn and run. Like, would you not, like, call an exterminator? Oh, no. The firefighter's first thought was to run back into the vehicle to take cover from the onslaught of stings, but then remembered his partner inside was allergic to bees, so any of the bees that followed him in could pose a deadly threat. So he was stuck outside, ultimately getting 15 to 20 bee stings. No. Now that is true firefighter partnership love and admiration. Wait, so does their, do their suits not protect against bee stings? I mean, either he wasn't wearing the full suit or I don't know, dude. Like, how can it protect against fire but not bee stings? These need to get upgraded suits, my man. Yeah, dude. Poor guy. He got 15 to 20 bee stings. That's like my worst nightmare. Have you ever been stung by a bee? I have not been stung by a bee. Me neither. I tell myself I'm probably allergic. I tell myself that. Probably just because you tell yourself that. Probably. Look, wasn't our grandma allergic? No, our grandma's like sister or something. Oh. Well, I've never been stung, so... Do you remember when mom got, like, stung by a wasp on her eyelid? Yeah, dude, it flew into her glasses, and then it freaked out because it was stuck. Yeah. I also remember once she got stung by a dead bee because it died in her shoe, and she put her shoes on, and it stung her. Yeah. She, like, did not have very good luck with... Apparently not, no. Apparently not. Okay, but like, what are the police gonna do with thirty? Like, how did they? How did they solve that issue? What did they do? Let's see here. We tried the best to just get them to fly away. What? <laughs> just like, just like get a bunch of flowers and just like over here, over here. <laughs> like it's like like those like air traffic control guys with like their lights, yeah. except it's like just giant sunflowers. Like this Literally, way, like, this way. God damn, God damn. Oh gosh! And then there's like, we're like, no, actually, actually, what they did was they used foam and CO two extinguishers. So they used fire extinguishers on the bee. They were like, I don't. They're like, I don't know, but this is what we normally do, (laughs) apparently. So that's my weird news of the week. No wonder bees are going extinct. They just shot them with fire hydrant fluid. Oh, um, thirty to forty thousand. A lot. That means a. Uh, I forgot what. What's the show called? Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Uh, They're gonna mm-hmm. the bees. 
and then we're all gonna die because twitter (laughs) yes because haters gonna hate 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 and the player's gonna play 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 oh my gosh do you think that episode was like based on that song No, I don't actually. Well, they're all playing the game, though. All the yeah, but it's are playing the game. It's not based off of Taylor Swift's "Shake It Off." And then they, the bees were shaken off, and, and then they kill and all the die. haters. Yeah. <laughs> no, I Dude, don't think Taylor Swift is the mastermind behind Black Mirror. I am convinced. You're right. I am. Oh gosh. Okay, so today in bio we were also talking about like um like cloning and um like genetic engineering and stuff. And my mind is also talking about thinking of Black Mirror, which is why I brought this up. Mm-hmm. And like the fact that you can like um like pretty much the way cloning works is that you take like DNA and you insert it into um another egg or embryo. And then it grows and, like, you, like, it's reproductive. So then you, like, put it back in the womb and then it grows. And pretty much you, like, go through this full-time pregnancy. But the DNA is from one parent. Hmm. So, like, um, the person who comes out, like, they did it with a cat. And it didn't look exactly like the initial cat. But it's, like, the DNA sequence is the same. And so my thoughts were on Black Mirror on how they can, like, extract, like, the subconscious of a human. Mm-hmm. Like, what if, like, you, like, cloning, human cloning became a thing. And then, like, the whole, like, collecting subconscious was, like, a thing. And then it just turned into, like, if you, like, collected your DNA when you were, like, a young child or something and then you live life and then you like collect your subconscious and then when you die like it's like San Junipero yeah but it's like you die and instead of just like sending you to San Junipero it's like they just start all over you like you just like oh so they like like they create like a new body and then implant your subconscious into it so you have all your memories yeah uh, I don't think I love that. I think I would but be like, would be like please God, no, again. not again. <laughs> but it would be like again. you could live like a different life. I I still don't think I would be into it. I mean, yeah, like I wouldn't either. But like, <laughs> like, so like it's like, like it's intense. Yeah, science is crazy. Okay, here's a super weird news. Okay, so this you started thinking me. You, th- start- you started thinking me. No, you reminded me. That's the words that I was looking for. You reminded me about. <laughs> Look. <laughs> you remind. So you were reminding me about like Black Mirror things in real life, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Okay. So I was listening to the Mile Higher podcast with Josh and Kendall Ray, and they do like trippy news or something like that. Like they like do like cool sciencey news. Um, before their episodes and either like this last week they did one that was like fully Black Mirror like we had just barely watched an episode just like this ready mm-hmm. mother meets recreation of her deceased child in VR 
What? Yes. So, okay, what happened? It was in South Korea. Wait, that's real? Yes, this is real. In South Korea, this family lost their daughter. I think she was seven years old. Yes, she was seven years old, and she suddenly fell ill with um, um, a disease that I cannot pronounce. It was... (laughs) Life-threatening disease of severe hyperinflammation caused by an uncontrolled growth of the body's white blood cells. So, and like they said, like it looked like it was just a common cold, like it. But then all of a sudden, she died a month later. Like she got super sick, super fast. She's seven years old. Oh, that's so sad. Coronavirus. Okay. okay, so they they made this documentary about it called Meeting You. Now. What they do is like I don't I don't know who did it. I'd have to like get up, but basically they some people that do VR recreated a park that the family used to go to a lot. And recreated her. And, like, the the daughter talks to them. I don't understand that, though. Like, is someone else playing the daughter? Like, how did they just, like, decide what the daughter would say beforehand? Is it, like... Response... Okay, so, they created AI... Okay, so they used her little sister as a basis for the character model. Like a video game, honestly. Like, it doesn't look super realistic. But, so it looks, so they basically put her mom in a video game. And they used family interviews and memories of the, like, just like their, like, I mean, they went to a specific park that the family had gone to before. And they used AI to generate responses for the daughter. So, like, no one... So it was, like, a code that was deciding what they would say. say? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of... Like, it, it went through, like, the parents and family members, like, memories of the child and then, create like, found, like, a pattern between it? Or is it oh, like so they, just a code? It, all it says is responses were created based off of family interviews and videos. So it sounds like they they put into a code like what it seemed like her personality was based on everyone else's. And then they uh-huh. and then they put it through like an AI and from there it generated probable responses. More or less, that's what it seems like, yeah. Which is crazy. Like, I'm sure it's more complicated than my freshman college brain. It says that the daughter even pulls at the heartstrings by telling her father to stop smoking and her siblings to not fight so much. What? That's... Oopsie. I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. I feel bad things. I do know how I feel. Uh, Like, it's cool, I guess. But, like, 
would you really want to see and it's like it's not them you know like it's like right it's literally like a video game character that looks like your dead relative like it looks like someone you miss and really care about and then it but it's like not them and I think that would upset me more than comfort me yeah for sure I would hate that and it's probably a lot of money oh for sure it's a lot of money I think that they did this one specifically for like documentary though like I don't I don't think that the family had to pay for it because they were being on the news yeah that makes sense that's crazy Uh, so black mirror is like coming real dude (laughs) yeah that's that's insane i'm trying to think of a reason where it would be like helpful well like some people are making the argument that it might end up being helpful in the grief process but i can't think of how in the grief process like having them like work you through it type thing but it's like not them like it would be generated responses exactly like there's nothing that that like video game version would be able to say to me that would make me feel better yeah like because i know you still can't touch them and you still can't like tell them you're just telling a computer right which like i guess like it's like it's just human nature for people to like talk to their dead loved ones like like either write them letters or write in their journal about as if they were talking to them or like write songs about them like there's I guess that's like the different ways of coping so right right like I've written letters to dead loved ones like many times but they can't write I guess like yeah I guess it's just like a question whether that's like something that should be done because I feel like because like when I because I've written letters or whatever too and it's like I'm writing them but I like know that it like I know it's just like for me you know mm-hmm. like it's like to put my feelings into words and to figure out right you're not you're not anticipating a response yeah and it's like just like the fake response what is what the hardest part right because like i don't know like if i had a seven-year-old daughter that passed and i like saw her and she was like i love you mommy or whatever i think that that would be like i would i feel like it would just make me miss the real thing more yeah Cause I'd be like, that wasn't real. Like that's yeah fake. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would for sure be like affected by it. No joke. Like no question. Oh yeah, dude. I would probably be sad for days. <laughs> but like, the question is like, would it be beneficial? And I just don't think it would. I don't think so either. One thing that is pretty cool for the two of us um, is that Tinder has 
recently recommended to picture so I can make sure that I'm quoting them correctly. So Tinder is like if you I know you don't use Tinder. I do because I do not use Tinder. Because I'm me and I'm sad and lonely. Um <laughs> they've been doing like an ad while you're swiping through and it says your well being is our number one priority. Tinder is a great place to meet new people. While we want you to continue to have fun, protecting yourself from the coronavirus is more important. Oh, that's funny. Here are some tips to keep in mind. Wash your health or wash your hands frequently, carry hand sanitizer, avoid touching your face, and maintain social distance in public gatherings. So essentially, Tinder is telling us that it's okay to be single right now. <laughs> it's healthier. Thank you, Tinder. Okay, literally, I checked on Amazon the other day, and there was like a two pack of hand sanitizer worth $75. Dude, why? That's insane. Because, because everyone is freaking out about the coronavirus. Hand sanitizer doesn't even, like, make as much of a difference. Just wash your hands with soap and water yeah. thoroughly every time. <laughs> to the elbows. Grey's Anatomy style. Always wash your hands like you're scrubbing in for surgery. <laughs> Always. Scrubbing. Because <laughs> the coronavirus has germs. Like the inside of a body. <laughs> That's rough. Um, I have like hand sanitizer things like up in my uh, campus food court, mm-hmm. and like all like you can just like look around and like every two seconds like people are pumping it. But I mean, I was pumping it too. Like I was like, yeah, I was not leaving there without clean hands. Yeah. No, for sure. I, like, every time I wash my hands in the bathroom at work, I, like, sing the ABC song to myself because I'm like, i got to make sure I'm doing this right. And then gotta I'm pumping. Uh, Dance With Me by Brooklyn and Bailey. Yeah. Everybody! <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Is that even how it starts? I don't know. I haven't listened <laughs> in years. Well... I could play it. I have it on my phone. I think I bought it, oh, actually. Like, okay, I think... Like, copyright? It's fine. I'll, cu- I'll, cut it, I'll cut it out of the recording. This is okay. just for you. This is just Thank for you, you Andy. Alright. Break from the discussion to tell you that Andy and I spent, like, four minutes discussing that song, and we got on a few tangents about the Descendants soundtrack and other music that um, I decided to cut from the episode. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Live coronavirus update. UVU Mm -hmm. is running out of toilet paper. Oh my goodness. Got that from Tabitha. (laughs) Well, it's like, well, my friend's mom, like, went to Costco the other day, and, like, two weeks supply of uh, toilet paper was just, like, gone. I do. Like, I have a friend who lives in California right now, and she had to buy Santa Claus toilet paper off of Amazon because everything else. What? Is it, like, because they don't want to leave the house? Is that why? I think so. 
Okay, I have to start walking to their house for Bachelor. All right, well, I can't wait to hear all of your ideas for, or all of your updates and your emotions and feelings. I'm going to feel so many things. I'm sorry. I don't don't know how to finish this. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Sorry, sis. Thanks for listening. Sorry, sis. We gotta go. Bye.